Okay. So we start again. Start yeah, again. there you go. The mics are blood clot open. Check, check, check. Select accent for the podcast. <laughs> Calvin. Calvin always late. Mics open, episode um seven three. There you go, myself G Money. And the young. Mm. And Big C. Alright, now um Can I just say I ordered uh, a cup that says Big C. Big C, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah, I just ordered one. Yeah. And then I thought about it, I was like, it's so tacky, I'm gonna look like Mike Sonko. <laughs> no, like I was just like nah. Like just, like like just, like you're trying like you're trying too hard. Looks, mm. This looks a bit too weird. How's your week? How's your week been, man? Um, weird energy this week. No lie, bro. I won't even lie. Uh, when we started off this week on Monday, those those feelings or intuitions usually have like mm. I have a feeling uh, the week is gonna be like this or like that. Mm. So on Monday, I woke up feeling like there's some crazy change that's coming. Our way this week. Yo, do you know what's crazy? (laughs) I said the same thing to Calvin this morning. What did I say to you this morning? We had a long ass chat. Yeah. 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 We'll be feeling like that for a hot minute. Yeah. Like change is coming. Yeah. Bruv. And it's it's that feeling of being unsettled and not knowing what's coming your way or how big it is. Mm. So you just step back and you're like, Mm. it is what it is, man. Whatever comes or whatever happens, happens. With that said, is she pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) life changing change yeah life comes at you yeah. fast uh okay one of the things that surprised me and i was like i wasn't expecting change in this sense or of this magnitude i know you, you all may say it's tacky or whatever i don't care mm. cardi b and offset man wow yeah i thought you were gonna say something oh. deep <laughs> That's like that, something I, profound. That's why you, that's why you like didn't want to set you guys like, up, wow, man. Like wow, you want to wow, raise your expectations wow. all the way up there. I mean, I saw a meme today that was hella hilarious. That mm. Offset has hired, uh, what's his name? Future. Oh, Future. As a lawyer. As, as a yeah. lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for, for those who, uh, who don't know what's going on, I mean, uh, Cardi B decided to go bro, through with... Everyone knows what's hey, going hey, on. You, you can't it's, assume, bro. It's Cardi you B. Can't, you can't assume, bro. Cardi B is mega. You can't assume, bro. Yeah. So she decided she's following through with her divorce. Uh, you know, Offset, uh, we don't know what he did this time around or if he did anything. But what did we really expect, guys? Let's no. be honest. Do you know what? That is exactly, that was going to be my next question. Yeah, what, do what we, did what we, we really expect? expect? I mean, a healthy, long-lasting marriage because... Oh, between leave. fucking Offset and Cardi yeah, B. Yeah, yeah, okay. How old is Offset? Wait, that's, first of all... That's not the question, Wait bro. a minute. Who was left off of Baden Baden <laughs> <laughs> No, that was Takeoff. It was Takeoff, take okay, That sorry. was Takeoff. Just need to make sure, bro, yeah? That guy's like 27 or some shit, right? He's making a ton of money, super successful. He doesn't even need to ask women for phone numbers, bro. Mm. They be sending him poom if they could. Mm. You get What's and up? he's got Cardi B I'll as the dodging. wife. Bro, Cardi's an amazing artist, hella talented. She's super she's, real. You know, she's, she's real. She's not super real. good. Come on. I said, I'm as an like, artist. She's an amazing artist. Hella mm. talented. No, she's an amazing artist. All right, so how would you, how would you describe Beyonce? She's not Lauren Hill. Ah, we had to bring Beyonce into I'm this. I'm asking you, how would you describe Beyonce? Yeah, okay, sure. I, w- I wouldn't compare the two of them. Beyonce is well, heavenly. Th- that's why I'm asking you the question. Yeah. You're saying that Cardi heavenly. B is an amazing artist. She's this, this, this. So if you're going to use those superlatives for Cardi, what would you use for Beyonce? Okay, can, can we add in her respect? Beyonce is God. Guys, eh? I'm trying to meet Jay-Z. And Cardi That's B. That's why I'm saying all of this <laughs> nice Cardi thing. B is saying. Oh, wow. Well, you oh, said wow. it. <laughs> Thank God. Fam, do you Cardi know what? Can I, can, right. I, can I just say something before mm. we finish this with, with Cardi B? Mm. Fam, I only found out what WAP stood for yesterday. Are you for real? I'm so real. Because you know what? No lie. Like, we play this song on the station. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All every day on, on high most, rotation, right? on high rotation. Yeah, right? I'm not gonna go on YouTube Cardi B's video, so I hadn't, I hadn't, I don't put the raw versions on my laptop. Okay, so I never like got to the chorus. With, uh, I'm not, I'm I found out about wow. two weeks ago. Um, mm. I happened to be watching the music video. Um, so they've got one video that's the the lyric, the uh-huh. words, and all the of lyric that. Video. And I was just like, you know, bro, I was just like. Wow, yeah. they're saying all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Like the part that hit me the most on that song was when she said, I want your dick to hit that ding- thingy that's behind the tongue. Right. I was just now, like... All right, now, you know what's crazy <laughs> about that shit? Let, let me tell what's crazy about that shit. Have you seen the video? Yes. So I've seen the video now. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. very colorful, right? Very. Super. Isn't it the kind of video that would appeal to kids? 
Yes, it would. Kids, yeah, young young she, people. She, she the colors, of, you know, I'm talking about yeah, the colors, she, and they're all, the colors. You know, mm. all the colors and stuff. She kind of has, they kind of rather because it's two of them. They kind of have the same vibe as uh, what's this guy who just six nine? Yeah, his videos are super colorful, colorful as well. And yeah. all that, yeah. Well, if, if you could mute them Fam, and it, dress the women, bro, the kids would, would love it. If you were to mute Cardi's video uh, or you uh, mute six nine's video, yeah, and put it in the front of a bunch of kids. They'd be glued oh, to the screen. I swear, yeah. you can come up with your own lyrics. Because the colors and stuff, innit? Yeah. Oh, the twerking and stuff and the smacking <laughs> and all of that. No, yeah, that's so anyway, yeah. Cardi B and Offset divorcing. I don't know why anyone's surprised. I'm surprised because they've been through this before. And we also, the public display of uh, affection, repentance, and all that, that Offset pulled off. Mm. The first time Cardi B was threatening to get done with him. When she's performing on stage, he's coming up with flowers, you know, saying, I'm sorry, you know, big gestures and all that. Past that, you mm. guys have been through that and she gave him such a hard time as a fan or as, as a consumer of music. That I can tell. Maybe he was that just trying tell. to, maybe he had plans of his own. Trying to get plans to post-COVID right, right, right. or something. No, bro, this was way back, bro. Yeah, yeah, but he, I remember when he was out there being a dumbass before, you know, going to her when she's No, would you call that being a dumbass like... Bro. Public display of you know. Oh, Jay Z cheated. Sorry. You never saw Jay Z out yeah, here. Yeah, he doing got hit by a whole can. album, bro. Yeah, no, he got no. hit by a whole album. But this is the difference, bro. Yeah, Jay Z cheated. Exactly. We got lemonade from Beyonce. Yeah, they the made visual work together. that was Crazy. the proper shit. Yeah, off the we got four, four, four from Jay Z. One time. What are we gonna get from Cardi B and Offset? Well, we're about to see. Because she, she's no, no, both no Cardi B. The most we'll get from Offset. Let's be real. A fucking new. Sex tape with some stripper. New recruits. What? Wow. What anyway. Guys, what? what you, you think Offset's going to write a book? Why are you discrediting him as that kind of artist who would put a project out there? I mean, he, Father of Four. Have you listened to Father of Four, his latest album? Yeah, I did, I did. He got into his own personal business as yes. a dad and Fuck as a man. Jesus Andy. Christ. So, no, no, so, no. Wait, 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 wait. Last week it was Drake. Jesus this week Christ. it's Offset. Yeah. Jesus. For the culture. <laughs> for the culture. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I, he put out a crazy album. I think album. he's going to be more concerned for the custody. <laughs> nah. Oh, Not that's the culture. The thing. Yeah. That's the other thing. Cause yeah. and, Speaking and about custody. Mm. Bruh. Why are so many women in Kenya preventing their kids from seeing the fathers? I know it's a complete departure, but it's been like during the, this week, uh -huh. four of my friends, four of my friends who are fathers are having problems seeing their kids. So it kind of made me think, and I'm glad we got into it via um, Cardi B and via Future and via Offset, um, offset yeah, right? Baby culture, yeah. Fam, think about this. Mm. You have a man who wants to see his child, mm -hmm. who wants to be in his child's life who wants to support his child. And you have so many women right now who are saying no. And then in like a week or a year's time, they turn around and say, your dad is a deadbeat. He wasn't there for Bruh, you. Let me tell you. No, I'm, I, 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 I'm not going to. I know somebody, right? And obviously I'm not going to give the full story because, you know, people's lives are private and stuff. But the gist of it is, the woman just woke up one day and was like, no, you can't see your child. I need to get my head together, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, me, I said to him, bro, you know what? Fuck this shit. I know how this story ends. Mm. Get a fucking lawyer. Yeah. Get everything written on paper. Mm -hmm. Go through that process. Mm -hmm. This whole thing of blah, because it's just not right. And I'm trying to understand, is, it a, is the society shifting? Because mm -hmm. I saw it continually in the okay. UK. Continually, every it was a regular thing in the UK. So, but now I don't know what's happening in Kenya. It seems that more and more women are preventing the 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 dad from seeing the kid. But, I don't but you know, I'll, I'll I'll add on to that. It's just not um, it's not a thing because I don't know. Is the person that you're talking about way younger than you are? Isn't everyone? Yeah. Because <laughs> why I wanted to say it, because I know someone else uh -huh. on the flip side who's way older than I. Right. Right? And that same happens happens to him. Mm. And it's not about the money. It's not about what. It's, it's just, just literally. It's just like 
now. Mm. You will not see your son, right? right. And that kind of messes with the home because he'll try and buy a phone, buy an iPad. Or do the so most can, go out of your you way know, and so everything. So he can yeah. actually uh, take out the fact that, mm. oh, I have to reach you via your mom. Yeah. But it's it's a thing that happens to a lot of people because I'm trying to... It happens to a lot of people. It happens a lot to a lot of people, but I'm trying yeah. to understand in the but, context of Africa, yeah. in our context, where, I mean, I've mm. got a very romantic ideal about Africa, you know? Because okay. I'm from the outside, yeah. mm-hmm. but it takes a, a village to raise a, raise, raise a child. Yeah. The whole thing of the importance of family. Why yes. is this happening? Um, I I think one um with some situations, elimination method. Um, there could be bad blood between the mom and the dad. Obviously, there could be that bad, mm-hmm. you know, blood in that the mom goes like, okay, uh, this guy. How how the man took in the whole situation from. I'm pregnant. Um, we have a kid to raise. How you responded to that situation mm. determines. Oh, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Determines how your relationship with the child and the mom is going to be in future. Right. That's one. The second thing um, I know of female friends. Let me just use this as, as an example. Who are afraid of broken families to a point where, if you get a child before marriage, you are worried about the dad's consistency in the child's life. And what he has shown or proved to you that, okay, I can be there for the kid, I can be there for you, I can provide for my family and all that. If you've been that kind of guy, then things are going to be easier once that kid comes. But if you've been the kind of guy who is MIA, missing in action, you know, you're just trash. You're not doing yeah, anything I, I, I get that. for the situation. And I get that way. There are fractious situations. And even, yes. and even in the sense that, like, you know, you're not getting Those on with the... They'll yeah. always be there. Yeah. But I'm, what I'm saying is, like... The guys who want to be, are you separate? But the guys who want, the good guys, yeah, who actually want to be part That's of that, that shit. This is a conversation we actually had with Bruce a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, mm. and we actually said the good guys who actually want to be there are the ones who end up not not right, being not, there, not right. getting the opportunity. It's just to, weird. I, but I, but on. the actual douchebags out here on road, mm. are the, the ones, ones who have been yeah. told, "Yo, can we bring your son to come see you?" Yeah. The guys like, "Nah, I don't want none of that." You get? Mm. It's just one of those things where we'll try and wrap our heads around it, but at the end of the day, it's one of those very personal things that mm. I think that even the court of law, there's no way the court can tell you you have to see your son every week. Mm. You, they can, if at all they said that to you, the the onus is still on you, right? You get. right. So it's about you talking to the person, and I keep saying it to people, um, especially for the guys out there who have kids. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this: make sure that the relationship with your with your significant other or the mother of your children, father of your children, is all right. Okay. right. Because if that that is not okay, that ruins a lot of stuff. Because okay. yeah, at the end of the day, there will be times when you guys are not getting along. It's human. Right, yeah, but just for the sake of everything that's you know going forward, mm. just try and do it. If you guys can figure that out, you'll be okay. But it's not always easy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like what? It's um like what uh, seasons in life. Okay, mm. yeah, it's one of those things. True yeah. that. Yeah, I just I just wondered because I've seen it so much. No. Mm. I posted something on the group, right? Right. <laughs> As I so opened the group. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Uh-huh. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about old age and uh, people, uh, what do you call them? Uh, old age people homes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I said, cool, I think I'd want to be having sex at that point because maybe wifey died. Well, I, I hope God forbid, no, no on you wood. Know, you know, yeah. we're talking about years to come. Yeah. Say I'm 90 and all of that and mm. I'm at... Oh my God, if my daughter put me in a, in a old people home, that would be sad. <laughs> but, you know, in case that would happen, right? Yeah. And I told G, mm. and G was like, listen, at 90, oh, is that all you're going to be thinking about? Well, well. good sir, Conrad. Mm. Yeah, mm. I have research. Okay. So, there's a, there's a home in the UK that has guys who are aged about both sexes, right? 85 all the way upwards. Mm. To heaven, literally. Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 85 to heaven. I like yes. that. And you only get into heaven the day you die, right? There you go. Yo, there's an outbreak of STDs. Where? In an old people home. Shut up. Are you for real? Shut up. Yes. No, it's not that they're being given STDs via airdrops. <laughs> but, but, uh, what you call it? Like eye drops. Eye drops. Yeah. yeah. You miss it. No, it's not that. So it's actually happened. So, G, my question to you is this: Who's giving those people who are eighty-five plus the STDs when they strap it Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're saying to me that 
old people in old people's homes are getting STDs. Yes. What does the STD stand for in that case? Sexual transmitted disease. <laughs> Senile <laughs> transmission disease. <laughs> like, I see. But yeah, this is actually happening. And imagine you're a doctor. Here's someone who's, I mean, That's let's call crazy. him Rodney. He's, you know, limping and all of that. Mm-hmm. He walks into your clinic mm-hmm. and says, so, you know, things are not the way they used to be. He's 85, mm-hmm. yeah? He's yeah. 85, yeah, okay. Yeah. And he's like, I've, I've got a bit of a rush here, there. You mm-hmm. know, first of all, like, honestly, at 85, if his eyesight is good enough to, to see it, yeah, then I'll be like, yeah, that's good. But here's my thing. Why would you think that that was not happening? You get you, d- you don't just think about some things like that, Calvin. I mean, at that stage or at that age, you're just supposed to be chilling. That's that's what we think, Bro, or I that's mean, how we see it. You that's know, what even was asking this you, like, podcast why is would a representation of the culture and what is actually going on? And I'll tell you guys this: this old age people porn. I've never watched it. <laughs> what? But yeah, you've not seen those get freaky grannies and all of those kind of things. No, I haven't. When you feel like people all of a sudden at eighty five, like who they were, exit. If Granny was a hoe, she's a hoe to the end. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm I'm hella confused right now. Yeah. In short, old people. And if Grandpa sex. was a hoe, he, he's first on of road all, all the way. We, you lost me where you said that Grandpa had a rash. First <laughs> of all, at 85, I can tell you in my forties, bro. I wear glasses to drive. At 85, if he can see his rash, yeah, <laughs> I I respect his eyesight. That's the first thing. Yeah. After that, so what I'm saying is this: in the UK. There's a number. There's a case that was out there of this particular home uh-huh. that had old people in an old people home with STDs. Right. That means that they have been sex with each other. Duh. First and foremost, right? We're not boarding. What do you mean you're not boarding with each other? You- they maybe had those STDs for like thirty years. And they just triggered <laughs> nicely, like, what, they like just what, like muscle memory. Oh, yeah, you know, like you know, like those STDs have been there for many years. They was in their fifties or forties, man. No, no, no. So anyway, yeah, you telling me that old people in an old people's home are getting STD? I'm not buying that. Yeah, it was an interesting. That's why I dropped it. Evidence you can read about it, and of course, guys can go and Google. So my point is this: you know, it's one of those things when we discuss on the Your podcast. Your point is, how old will you be when you? Stop having sex. Because who do they make Viagra for? All right, let me ask you a question. Do you think your mom has sex? <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, do you think your mom... Can you oh, picture your mom having sex? Me, bro. Andy, the silence what is you. Me. How can yeah. you ask yes. me that? No, I'll, yes. I'll, no, I'll come no, back. Gee, you asked me and asked, can you see your mom? What? No, she didn't ask you, can, can you, you imagine? imagine? All right. Do you think your mom still has sex? Like, honestly... My brain cannot load such thoughts. <laughs> no, it's just fair Andy, enough. is your mom and dad still smashing? Hey, bro, I don't know. I, I don't think about this. So wait a minute. How are you so adamant that you're going to be smashing at the age of 96, 86, let's be conservative, and you can't even picture your mom smashing? Bro, I can have that conversation with my dad, with my dad, if he was existent. Ah. But my mother. Nah, so, nah, 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 nah. Michelle, what's going Call on? your mom. Oh, hell no. Call no. Yes. Why are you scared? Call your mum and ask her if she's having sex. Mm-mm. Call your mum. I have bro. a number. Dude. You have a number? Yeah. You can't Still call. do that. Why not? You, no, it's my mom, bro. It's G. She's saved. It's G. My mom is saved. She's a Christian. <laughs> Christians G. have sex. Yeah, but Why, not what? my mother. I not your mother. See, she's a human being. Bro, I, I told With you needs. Guys, I've opened up about... I knew my mom was having sex when I was 13. <laughs> I don't know about it now. Right. You get that so, was, it was a so, very so, awkward all right, situation. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's take it away from your mom. Are, yeah. are your grandparents alive? Uh, Big G, yes. Is this man, the man or the woman? The, uh, Big G and his wife, yeah. How old are they? They're actually about to clock 90. Cool. Mm. Do you imagine him having sex? I don't think so. He coughs too much. So. <laughs> right. So that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. This STD in the, in, the, in the old people's home. Do you know what? This was the UK. Yeah. Those caregivers were probably some oh, hell freaks. Ah, hell. yeah. No, but do they, do I imagine they're having sex? I feel like there's a bit of intimacy once in a while. Oh, your grandma and granddad. Yeah. Of course. Maybe he dozes off. You know, the door creaks open. Erastus. 
Yeah, everybody's yes. having sex with Calvin. I see what you're talking so, about. So yeah, so that Everyone's was very interesting. Sex. So yeah, it's it's just about putting ourselves in different situations, I guess. Yeah, I guess. That was one of a situation. I though. guess. So guys, how are we feeling about the you know post Corona? I'm actually really calling it post Corona. Let Bruh. me tell you about post Corona, right? Yeah. So today I had to go for a TV shoot, right? Yeah. And um, I'll, first of all, I I forget to put a mask on. Uh-huh. So I come out. I've got masks in the car. I come yeah. out of the car. I walk into the studio. I saw one person <laughs> with a mask, and someone said, "What? You guys are not masked up? Like it's Kwani Corona's finished? They there were no corona, masks bro. on set. Nothing. Bruh, nothing. Guys bruh. ain't scared no more, bro. And then someone was like, "Yeah, I had COVID, but I didn't tell you because oh, I knew. I knew. What? This is after hugging me. But you know, you can't oh, catch it now. It's, it's been three weeks, fam. It's been, been, <laughs> it's been three weeks, Bruh. Let me real? tell you, fam. I started to get a pain in my chest immediately. Like, Placebo. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it is, but I had a pain in my chest, bro. But let me tell you this. Um, it, I was at the garage earlier today, and I can tell you, fam, this, it feels like how it was um, Before in COVID. March. Yeah. You know how you'd feel, you'd hear, it's in China. Mm. It's gotten mm. to Italy and all yeah. of that. Mm. Oh, reset. The president just needs to read the mood. Yeah. And do the damn thing. Clean. You know yeah. what? Like, honestly, no lie and no word of a lie, fam. I saw DJ Dream and I mentioned him again. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned him on air, I think, oh, yeah, last on, week. On the radio, yeah. Yeah. Um, DJ Dream, big up Dream, big up CNG, the DJ as well, right? Mm. Cream was in, t- um, was in TZ. Not Cream. Um, Dream was Dream, in TZ yeah, yeah. last yeah. week. Four he gig, said he yeah. walked into the club with a mask. The management was like, take that shit off. Oh, what? Damn. Get closer to the people. When you but see, DJs are moving different, bro. Fam. There's a, you, I, this is how I know DJs. I mean, not, not, not referencing Dream or anybody. Uh, Fam, I hear that Kenyan DJs uh, are on the way to TZ like no these business. They just opened the flights and everything. Guys are, yeah, flights open. Mm. Guys are going there to DJ, fam. Let I me tell you something. You, niggas yeah. need to eat, bro. Me, I'm telling you, fam. Call it as it is. We've all had a reduction in income during yes. COVID-19. Yeah, mm. But me, airplane, TZ, gig, apana. Why no, not? No, what's your thinking? Which means I don't want, or I'm not going to do it, or no. no. Listen, Why yeah. not? Go on. $10,000 for a gig. Why You're not, bro? No? 10K. 10,000 yeah. US dollars. To go TZ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one no. night. For three if hours, I'm, bro. Fam, or two I, hours. If I'm going on a plane, believe me. Private. I'm going uh, well, <laughs> my friends. Yeah. No, if I'm going on the plane, right? I'm going far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going far. I'm not I'm not gonna take a COVID test and all that shit just to go to Tanzania. Yeah, You're mad. Down here. You Tra- COVID let me do this. There's nothing, there's no one who's asking you have you to for have a certificate. I'm sure I don't even know what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But for me, let me tell you, the day I go to do a a COVID test, as long as I'm not sick, is when I'm traveling. Mm. So this is about the distance. It's not about Corona. No, this is about if somebody's gonna push something up my fucking nose, <laughs> I best be going long distance. <laughs> Painful, by yeah. Me. Fuck that shit. But but um, that it's very interesting. The turn of events, right? So uh, the Ugandan president was meeting with the with the Tanzanian president, and you could see that the the, t- the team from Tan- from Uganda mm-hmm. they met with them. They're all masters. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, seven, all of them. Yeah, they delivered their speeches. Mm. They're shaking hands, maintaining this. Not no shaking hands. Mm. They're just maintaining the distance and all. Mm. Bro, I am convinced this curfew is coming to an end. It must. Fam, we're going to hit the club. I don't know about the club though. Would you be comfortable to yeah. hit the club after this? Yeah, bro. Even nah, before, bro. like right now, as you speak, okay, and knock on wood, I hope this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass. I'm not really scared of corona right now, bro. I think things are under control. This is how I'm thinking. <laughs> things are under control. Knock on wood, I hope it doesn't come back to bite me in the ass. And that's why even right now, if wait, I'm going for a gig... Wait. You find out you have an underlying... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, like those people in the, in the, in the, in the nursing home. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, we have, there's something we haven't spoken about. I saw this today. Uh. You never told me you made an advert. Oh. Yeah. Did I tell you? You didn't tell me you made an advert. No, bro, I, I told you. don't remember. I you asked me about conflict of interest, right? Yes, yes, I did. But I don't, I'm, I'm sitting in this thing today... Someone goes, yeah, look at Andy in this advert. I'm like, fuck, Andy's in the advert. Look Looks at you. Good, yeah? I didn't know it was you, bruv. Yeah, that's me, but, man. But a small, small in the advert, mm. you have a drink in your hand. That was juice, bro. <laughs> on brand. Yeah, on brand, I was bro. Like, on brand. I was like, this nigga. This nigga doesn't the, want to drink in real life, but on but the advert, on the ad. he has a drink. Yo, gotta Actually, sell it, man. I feel like a drink. Can you yeah? take it in the fridge? In the fridge, there's some beers. 
Shotgun at Austin, who's on. Um, Yo, mics are open, isn't it? Mics are open. I just feel like a beer. It's, it's a hot day. Mad hot. Like, yeah. hot it's a hot day today. Yeah. So yeah. One for the road as well? Yeah. <sighs> eh? Calvin can't two. say no, bro. Bring Calvin two, can't yeah? say no. And you know the greatest, you know the worst thing about it is? Uh-huh. These mans are going to get some free plugs. Like, I don't really often drink beer, but I feel like a beer. So there's a couple of beers in the fridge. What beer is that? See, you'll see when oh, it comes. Let's not mention it. You'll see but when you it know, comes. Let me tell you this, sir. Yeah, so um, shotgun out to these guys. This is actually not a plug. It's not even a plug. It's not even a plug. This is not totally. But let me tell you this. I've, um, my journey of drinking beer, mm-hmm. I've drunk so many beers. So um, funny thing, when I actually started drinking, mm. um, I, said I had my first drink at age of 19. Right? What? Yeah. My Are you first mad? drink, yes. Age Bro, of 19. Do you know the first time I, I was drunk? Yeah. I was 12 years old. 12. Oh, that story. 12. You told us that story. 12. First 12 time fucking years old. Bruh. 19. Then guess what I, want? I used to drink? Take a guess, what, both of you. Vodka. What? Hmm? Tasca. I used to drink smell of uh, red ice. Red ice? Yeah. yeah. My, red first, ice. my first getting drunk was vodka, bruv. Vodka was readily oh available. God, it fucked me so up. Used, so I used to drink red ice uh, for a while. Then I started drinking vodka. Right, everybody at that point when you're in uni and all, you guys always end up vodka's readily available, right? It's mm. cheaper and all of that. Then um, I changed to Tasca Malt at that age. Tasca Malt at that point, I'm 19, they're about going to 20. Mm. I'm definitely not the target market, mm. right? Imagine that's what I used you to used have. to get drunk on it, yeah? No, ah. uh, okay. What do you mean? I felt that huh? that was a bit demeaning. What you just no, no, said. no, like, see, I, I mean. If, if, if you're drinking, if what you're you drinking. Mean, you used to get drunk on it. <laughs> no, like, it's you, an honest you, question, you're just bro. You're like that African parent. You used the to meaning, get drunk on it. The meaning how? Yeah, like the meaning the how? you put it, you used to get drunk on it. That's how I tell you don't even drink. Because I don't, bro. That's no, why I'm asking. No one man who drinks. Imagine, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't ask Jim. I'm, I'm, oh, <laughs> hi. Imagine I'm, delib- I'm deliberately trying to hold a can <laughs> so that the advertising doesn't so show. So free plug. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> um, uh, did you guys check out the... Release for iOS 14. Mm-mm. Oh, fuck. That was a... No, yes. I, 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 okay. I watched it. No offense, but I couldn't cave in for these advancements, bro. I really couldn't what care for mean? these ad- advancements. Technological advancements. Why? Why? Because I'm a simpleton, bro. So long as my phone works, so long as I can make calls, send messages, and all that. So that's what people. Me. That's what people always say before they get money. When you do two more, <laughs> two more, uh, two, two more adverts, two more adverts, and it's gonna be like, oh, yeah, iPhone like 19. Yeah, no, like but, yeah, no, but okay, okay. So you're trying to tell me? Let me put it to you like this: If G and I said, "Cool for Christmas, mm. we'll get you an 11." Tell me this. It, you're saying but that's no. a gift, though. Exactly. That's a, that's different. That's a gift. Look, look, look at it this way. Yeah. Anytime we are all hanging out together, if we are online taking out something, if there's someone who is keen to see what's new, what's popping in terms of technology, it's G. Mm-hmm. He's genuinely interested in it, and he said it a couple of times, a number of times. He likes these things. He likes toys. He likes technology. Okay. Cool. So he'd be the type of guy to do that. Me. I, I wouldn't even lose sleep over it. Okay, bro. okay, okay. Bro, okay, bro. but even me, I'm slowing down because I didn't get the, the, 11, the 11 Pro. Yeah. I got the 11, but I didn't get the 11 Pro. Because I thought to myself, you know what? Mm. I'm not just, I can't justify spending $1,500 on a phone. I couldn't, I just See, couldn't. See, that's do the it. thing, justification. But, yeah. I want to ask, I, I have a confession to make. Okay. Yo, I can't work out how to do TikTok, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, After taking a piece no, of me, no, episode of no, the no, episode no, no, no. Let, me expl- episode. let me explain myself, yeah? Uh. A, I, I don't think I've spent enough time trying to learn how to do it. Uh-huh. But I haven't been able to... Um, Crack how to, to crack how, how you do like reels and TikTok. I don't know how it works, bro. Oh, uh, bro. How do you film it? Like, um, it, it depends. So, the, the thing is, you can go through um, TikTok the same way you go through IG or Twitter. Yeah, so if you see something that you like, a video someone has done and you like it, and maybe it has a filter, TikTok gives you an option of using the same filter, but you can personalize it. Do whatever you want to do. Fam, it sounds complicated, bro. It's super easy, bro. Uh, bro. It's super easy. Hard. Bro. No, 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 no. That brings me back to the conversation. Um, I've seen a lot of people who just post up and say, hey, I'm taking a break off of Instagram and all of that. So you want to tell me, mm. I'm supposed to have Facebook, mm. Twitter, mm. Instagram, mm. Snapchat, mm. TikTok. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Um... I think that's majorly, Five majorly. Ups. Yeah. Bro, and you're supposed to be productive. How? 
You just plan, bro. Like I have all those apps on my phone, yeah. But I have dedicated times where I'm on yeah, IG, yeah. I'm on Twitter, but you see, I'm on Snapchat, what, I'm on what, TikTok. What I'm trying to say is this, right? Ah. And I love that you said you have dedicated time. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. that's you, right? Yeah. But all that is time that's dedicated towards that. Yes. You get. Yes. Which is time. Yeah. In the you know in the living constant, mm. bro. That's, Do you know what? It's a lot of time. Do you bro. know what? Um, I've found myself. Uh, at war with myself because of that. Why? I spend every Sunday morning, I get um, a notification, you know, screen screen time time from, you know, Mm. uh, on my phone rather. And I just go through it and I'm like, oh, last week I spent this time on this app, on this app, on this app. And at the end of the day, it's benefiting me. Why? Yo, bro, there's a lot of content on social media. There's so much happening on social media. So for entertainment, for news and all that, Mm. it's social media. So at the end of the day, I'm okay. It's justification or it's rationalizing it, but it works for me. I have I, no I, problem I spending think, think 13 hours on, a day. Honestly, there's there's a what? point to get. No, yeah, like it's an example. It's oh. an example. Like Whew. there's a point I think it gets to where it's just a bit too much. All of those apps all together, fam, it's a lot. And it's, that's it's and that's okay. If it's too much for you, then it's okay. It's okay to lay off the phone, lay off the apps. No, 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 no. As in, honestly, this what I'm t- what I'm telling people this right. Mm. When's the last time mm. you even had? five books in your shelf or you went and bought five books with the same kind of energy or you slotted in um, exercise or time, you know, all of these things. Yeah. We spend way too much, bro. As in, how are you supposed to know what's going on in your mind and focus on like career growth and all of those if you're on five different apps? That sounds like a you problem, bro. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Because if you don't plan out your time properly, that's on you. It's accountability. Jeez, I think I think I just think that this this generation Generation Z, are you are you why no, Z? Yeah, You're why? Y, yeah, yeah, I'm why. Generation Z are going to be mad fragile, mad How fragile, so? because you know what? They're not going to be like. I kind of think that the human race mm. is is going to um, retrogress in such a way. Think about it, right? You know, as we evolved. You know, as we evolved, right? Uh-huh. We be- we evolved according to our environment. So you know, man, caveman, learn how to use fire, learn how to build ships, learn how to do this, do that, the other, blah blah blah, right? Yeah. But now, it's, it, you get to a particular point, right? If we begin to use our senses less and less and less, oh, and yeah. use everything less and less and less, in a hundred, like for example, when's the last time a kid, like? I don't know, fell into a river or something or something. Some stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? All right, like when or we were going fam, man, fishing. Like I've got scars. Mm. Yeah. Fishing, that too. But yeah, I've got scars, bro. But we used to go in these fucking dirty ass rivers, yeah. catching fish. That is that. why all the detergent ads were. That is good, and right? Yeah, you, you get I that. Get was now I get you it. see, yeah. you have a, you have a whole like. I can tell you, man. I remember how I used to go home and the kids would take my phone and they'd be like. Your phone's rubbish. This time me, I've got that latest games. iPhone. Mm. There's no games on there. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? It's interesting that you t- you mentioned that. So this week, uh, number one on Netflix, Social Dilemma in Kenya. You know mm. how they give you the whole algorithm? Bro, I yeah. watched that on Sunday, on mm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you what G's saying mm-hmm. is so true. You need to spend time and watch it if you haven't. I have, I have watched it. Yeah. I watched some of it last week as yeah. well. Remember how they were showing the guys, they're like, they've taken this persona and yeah. the, it's like um, a sort of like matrix thing where they're controlling and they're like, he hasn't spent time on the, the app. And yeah. they're like, oh, let's do this. Mm. Let's try and trigger something for him to get like, well, a, a notification or something. Right. Yeah. I was watching all of that and I was just like, whoa. But let me, uh, but you know one thing, I watched it and I hate those kind of documentaries. Why? Do you know why I hate those mm. documentaries? Fam, all of these guys are whistleblowers. Mm. Quote unquote. Guys who used to work at Facebook, guys who used to work at Google, Google. blah, 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 blah. So what, when you were there, what the fuck were you doing? (laughs) I hate this whole self-righteous type of documentary that once you're outside the system, now you're like, oh, it's bad, it's this and that. Because most of you didn't, most of these guys, when you analyze it, they mm-hmm. didn't lose, lose, lose in leaving good faith. Yeah. They were fucking fired on all this there stuff. There was one of them who actually wrote a whole paper. Remember what? Towards the Google <coughs> Towards manager. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those. And everybody was like, oh, okay, this, we probably should do it. And boom, under the carpets, and one. proceeded to do. So at least he attempted. Mm. You, you get, but there's no, um, the documentary is only giving us one side. It's right. not both sides Fam, of the coin. We should know. All of us should know in this life right now, 
everything we do we're being monitored we're being watched for whatever reason it yeah. doesn't necessarily need need to be sinister it doesn't necessarily need to, need to be sinister like it could be just to create and obtain data mm-hmm. simple it's like fam there's a site I go on to buy equipment I bought even some of this it's called gear for music mm. bro do you know I went onto that site to shop to buy electrical stuff gadgets and shit and since I've been on that site for the last say two three months Every single, every fucking single time I go on um, this thing, every time I go on this thing, I go on the internet, I'm being sent, shown Things microphones. Like, this yeah, that, of To the point where I'm sick of it. <clears throat> to the point where I've actually decided to fucking go into my cookies and clear the cookies, clear the cachet on my browser because yeah. I'm tired of getting things from those. So we're being watched. Data is being mined from us every all step day. of the way. Bruh, but it's, it's, it's too late. Uh, but um, something I took note of in that documentary is a couple of the guys who are doing the confessions said that even with the knowledge that they have, they're still victims of the same, um, how do I put it? The same thing that's happening to us, being targeted, they, they're still getting targeted as well and they can't do nothing about it. Why? You'll put your phone away for some time. Go home, tell yourself, okay, I need to spend time with my family. I'll leave my phone somewhere. Let me go to sleep. I'll leave my phone in the, in the living room. One night you decide, five minutes. Let me just spend five minutes with it in bed. Five minutes turns into one hour, two hours. Before you know it, it's morning. You haven't even slept. You've barely slept and all that. End of the day, there's... You can't run away from this, bro. It's already too late. I came mm. to terms with that. I've been targeted, yes. They know what I like, yes. Even if I clear my browser history, even mm. if I clear everything that I have ever browsed, they're still going to target me. Why? They have identified, they, they have a DNA of some sort mm. of me. They know what True. I like. For example, gee, I promise you even next week, even after you clear your browser history today, Next week, you'll be bombarded by the same information. Gadgets. Mm. Exactly like, what you like. I feel like when you watch all of those movies when like guys who used to work in the CIA or some assassins who went rogue and how they just, you know, buy those burner cell phones, mm-hmm. use them, and then throw them. Bro, Hollywood has been making movies about this for years. Talking true, about true, monitoring true. and all of that. Yeah. So, say a movie like... The Jackal from like 1998. Mm. That's 1998 and Hollywood was doing that. Imagine if they were to be actual, truthful and give a movie about 2020 and just how much data and what they can tell you. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was surprised the other day when um, someone I know was trying to locate their phone, right? Mm. And they spoke to the cops. and The cops told them, listen, this phone is at this location. They sent him um, north by right, the right, coordinates. Right. And they said... On the second floor, bro. Wow. Yeah, but that precise. This is something we've talked about. Data is the hottest commodity in the market right it's now, bro. Been the ho- it's mm. been yeah, for it's years. been the hottest it's commodity in the years. market. Like yeah. I rem- in my in my profession, right? In my other profession, mm. man, the CEO told one of the guys who does data. He was like, "All these guys will be redundant at some point." At even some point, myself. yeah. But he was like, "You, you have a job in the future because yeah. of data. Because yeah. of data, that's it, man. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, mm. you know." It is what it is, man. I think that end of the day, we just need to be a bit more. Um, just, I just think that I don't get the big deal, to be honest. I mean, I know that people, if you've got nothing to hide, but I just, I'm just not bothered. Like, I just, I embrace the new world order. I embrace <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> I embrace revelations. I'm just embracing, I'm embracing the end of the world, all of it. Have you guys ever been put on someone's close friends and you're like, oh, we're close like that? Mm. Oh, yes. Like, I do know we were there. Fam. Yeah, Fam. If but it's, odd. it's a trip. Though. But close friend works in two ways. I use it in two ways. And we're talking about close friends on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I put people on my close friends because I want them to see a specific thing. And as soon as oh, they've seen targeted. it, I take them off. Damn. Take them mind off. Mind games. <laughs> Not even mind games. Even people in the office. Now, um, when, when a babe uh, you're marking on and you have a feeling that she kind of likes you as well, she adds you to her close friends list. Mm. Do you feel like that's her way of showing you that the lane is open? You can now make an nah. approach. That's too no, you know what? No, nah, I, I think, don't want to be on her close friends. No, nah. honestly, no. You find her attractive, bro. You kind of like her. I think the reason why close friends is like blowing up the way it is simple. Guys are beginning to realize that you can't just put your life out there to everyone. Mm. Yeah, you know facts, what I'm trying to say. Facts, yeah. Like there are days. There are days when. I, it seems that I haven't posted for 
a while. Owns, yeah. It's not that I haven't posted, it's just that I haven't posted anything in the public domain. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Because yeah. I think prior to Close Friends, we just, everyone was just blanketly, like for example, yesterday, I rebuilt the studio in my in my house. Looks mm. good. Very good. Yeah, it looks okay. When it's lit up, it looks nice, right? Yeah. So, um, I didn't want to share that with everyone. Mm-hmm. So, I put it throughout the day as the process was taking place. On the on close the on the close list. friends, yeah. and then I put the final result ah, on the other one. Yeah. So you see, you see, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I get you, I get you. So it's like I think guys are just like got to the point where you know what we're not sharing everything. <laughs> but, but, but my my question is this: um, some of the people who add you onto their close friend, and you know, you just how you're just clicking on Instagram and you see a circle and it's green and you're it's like, green, yeah. mm. oh, I'm on, on their close friends list? Yeah, yeah. but then you see, you know, would you actually send someone a message and ask them, why did you put me on your close friends? Yeah, but you know what? Here's wouldn't. the thing. Here's the thing. That's because Facebook, Instagram, and all these people have bastardized the word friend. Friend in this context, in this reality, just means someone who I follow on Instagram or follow. So in the, the day, like, I follow you on Instagram. And you like my vibe. We might not speak for the whole year, mm. but now I think I'm going to put you on my close friends list. It's not the context that you think it in, is in. It's not the context of like, like you know, for example, you're my close friend, you're my close friend. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's not that context no more. Mm. It's not that context no more. It's just that, you know what? I could, I could fuck with you on socially, on the internet. Yeah, you're cool. I, th- I think, I think it's a good thing though. If you've been seeing this shorty, everything, she's added you to the gram. Everything is all good. You always see what she's posting. Then, voila. Say you are hanging out with her friends and Mm. everything, right? And she says, oh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I saw how you posted that on Close Friends. And you're like, hold the fuck on. You have a Close Friends that I'm not on? Yo, you feel some type of way? Hell yeah. Why? What do you mean the hell? Yo, she might be posting some shit on Close Friends that you you clearly don't know about. Mm. But I'd want to know. Huh? So it's just your curiosity. You're Yo, just nosy. This, that, that's being Yo, entitled, you're bro. You're just nosy. Yeah, what that's being nosy. nosy. Bro, that's being nosy. It's not, it's not Listen, of your business, this bro. Is 2020, fam. She might be posting another nigga on the close. And so? You want to tell me you don't want to know? What do you mean you guys out here should you be no macho and say that to you and so? It's not bro, being macho. No, you, that's, you, you sound very entitled, bro. Exactly. She, she can put who you she wants to, to put exactly on her close friend there, bro. Mm, she can put she and can put whoever she wants to put on it. No, no, no. It's it's like uh, this is your woman, someone that you actually interested with. in. Yeah, not interested in. Mm. Like you're dating, bro. That's a different or, context. Uh, yeah, now yeah, that's, that's a that's different context. Saying. If if you've been dating her for a while uh. and you're not on her close friends, ah, uh, there's nothing like that. Instagram. There's nothing like that. You're if you're dating, no, you, no. I mean. You wouldn't find yourself in that situation. What do you mean you wouldn't? Because you, you, yeah. No, you're reading from one script. Scripts can be different. Maybe mm. she just does not want you to see all of that. But no, yes, I, I get you. But you see, these people who'd rather not know what's going on in the social lives of their significant others, they're better off not knowing. Why? Maybe because you know maybe because they're insecure I, I, or something. I, 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 I don't know about that. I don't know. I think that. I think that we all say. You know, we all want to have independence. We all think that people should like live their yeah. own lives and stuff. But at some at, at some point in the day, you do want to know what your exactly significant other is, yeah. is that about. That is why one of the biggest fights from men and women, and especially more so from women, is you not asking her how her day was, bro. Have you had? Hey, <laughs> how was the version of your day that you want to tell me about? Oh, how wow. was that? Wow. Because it's what. So yeah, I went to the office and then. You know, there's always stories that are emitted, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. You can, you know, you you may try and have this whole thing where, oh, we're just fucking and all of that, but people actually like to know the what the people they're fucking are doing. They make it clear. It's simple. Just put them on, on your Find My Friends. <laughs> Everyone has, a lot of people have iPhones, put them on your Find, find My friends. friends. So you can actually, say, oh. By the way, guys who, are, guys who listen to this podcast and are dating and whether you get, you and your significant other have iPhones, I'd love to know whether you guys actually have each other on um, Find My Do you know what? I, I won't even lie to you. The people in my life who I care about, mm. I have them on my, my Find My Friends. And it's not just about knowing where they are because I hardly use it. But at the end of the day, let's say, you know, I like to be able to open my find my friends and see that my brother is at home mm. in Amsterdam or or whatever or yeah. or Andy's at home in Naivasha or mm. 
whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I, from that perspective, I think it's actually something that we should encourage. Um, it can create issues if you're in relationships, definitely, because, boy. Anyway, let me sip my beer. Yeah. Um, as hold, you, hold my beer. <laughs> as you as you hold your beer. Um, G, there's something you posted on your IG. Um, I think two days ago. And uh, it got me thinking that that would be a very interesting conversation to have. I mean, yeah, we crack jokes here. We talk about serious stuff and all that. But every once in a while, I reckon our listeners pick some jewels here and there. But I picked a jewel from your Insta story. And you were talking about imposter syndrome. Mm. And the moment I read about imposter, like, it wasn't in my mind like that. Mm. Like, I knew there was something like, like that, like a phenomenon like that. I didn't know. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I felt, okay, my past felt attacked. Right, right. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. But it's very, it's very, it's very interesting um, that you mentioned imposter syndrome because I didn't know what it meant until a couple of weeks ago. Oh, really? But when I did my research, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? And I've always said to people that I don't think people understand how insecure I am about my talent. Oh, really? I'm, and I've always been like that. Like, honestly, like, even in the days when I was doing pirate radio, because I love radio, as you all know. Yeah. But even in the days when I was doing pirate radio, guys at um, the station used to say to me, damn, you're really good. They used, they used, guys used to say to me, you're really good. Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't see it. I just couldn't see it. I just, to me, I was a guy who I still struggled to get the words out. I couldn't exactly get it. You know what I'm trying to say? I guess you. I and get then you. Yeah. I went to um, obviously leaving Pirate Radio and going mm. straight to, to, to BBC. BBC, right? Yeah. That's something that should be celebrated, right? Very much but even so, when yes. I, even when I, even when I got to the BBC and mm-hmm. I'm there and I'm, so I'm, I'm moving from one show a week to five days a week. That's you something. Know? And then, I, but in my, in, inside I'm like, bruh, like, this, I don't, not, not say I didn't deserve this, but like, I just, I feel f- like I'm a fraud. Like, I've just winged my way here. Yeah, you feel like there's yeah. an outside like, force. There's, or there's not even an outside force. It's just uh, like, it's just, and then even, and then even coming here mm. and um, holding down the morning show for as long as I've held it down. Yeah. And I've seen so many people come, so many people go in that space. Mm. I mean, there have been mornings when I've been competing with, with on all of the major stations with people that I trained. Yeah. But I still don't feel like I've achieved anything. You know what yeah. I'm trying to say? Yeah. And it's crazy because people probably won't expect to hear that from me, but it's something I struggle with continually. And I look back at life, and you know, at the end of the day, you know, I always believe you can't look back at your past to celebrate what's going on. But when I look back, I, I long for the day when I'm going to say to myself, man, you did it. Like, you actually did it. Because I, I wake up in the morning and I still feel like it's just uh, it's weird it's you, weird you feel like it's it's a dream and you're about to wake up from this dream and yeah, everything like, is going to just you know, poof like i always i at the back of my mind is like you know one day i'm going to get myself a proper job because this is not going to last forever but then Damn, when i look back bro, it, truth, it's been bro. lasting for like yes quarter eons, of a decade bro eons, and yeah. for some people that's a whole career but i still yeah. don't have that I, it's not confident it's just this weird thing i don't know where i got it from i don't know how to get rid of it but maybe and also a thing with um people who suffer from imposter syndrome is that they find this desire to overachieve oh yeah that's something i read uh under the definition yeah. or reading about the concept like you have this idea of what you're supposed to be doing or what you're supposed to be doing or how i'm supposed to be doing exactly what i'm doing and then you not achieving that equals failure. Right. And you getting the accolades that you're getting yeah. in that space, you're like, what's yeah. going on? It's weird. But it's that's, weird. That's so interesting because um, I was having a conversation yesterday with this uh, man who's an entrepreneur and he was, one of his companies is actually getting listed um, today. And his family, his daughter and wife, daughters and wife keep telling him, you don't celebrate your wins in life. Mm. You get. Right. And he was just like, I don't know how to do it. And yeah, he's just that's now, it. it's, it's, it's boom. The Nasdaq, it's been um, put on that. And today he's already thinking about something else and so on. Onto so the forth, next year. Right. But um, I want to come back to that whole point of um, achievements. Because I feel like a lot of people, how they gauge their success is based upon 
who they saw as their mentor and all of these things. Mm. So guys, look at success and think about it. I want to do it like someone did it and that's what success will be to yeah. me. You get? Because yeah. people don't think about what do you actually want you, like now for instance, me, Calvin, mm. how do I want to be known as I succeeded? It could probably be me out there becoming, saying, cool, I'm uh, I'm 50, I'm doing skydiving, I'm an instructor. You mm. get? Mm. Right, that's, right. That's how successful I've said, mm. this is my element of success. Because I feel like people, especially coming from an 844 system where the teachers hammer at you every single day, you need to be a lawyer. You need to be a doctor. You need to go to university. You need to whatever. You get mm-hmm. guys but, are not. But you know, no, I get it. And you know, yeah. and the crazy thing about it is, when you go through things like imposter syndrome and, mm. and not knowing how to celebrate your success, yeah, it's almost as if life rob, robs you, yeah, of elation, mm. of elation based upon like you know, like how somebody would be like, oh, we've done this, let's pop a bottle. Yeah, like the other day, even in one of the companies I'm involved in, looks like a veto. Um, we're about to sign off a deal with, with our European guys, and nice guys were like, "Yeah, let's do a Zoom meeting and pop a bottle." And I'm like, "The hell? What's the but, point?" Like, yeah. but you what know what? That? You you know what? I feel like that is a Kenyan thing. Whenever people, I I like how I go on Twitter nowadays, and people are saying, "Celebrate your win, celebrate your win, mm. Bruh, I feel like in Kenya, when you see someone who's won a major amount of money or has gotten funding for their company. You know, mm. it's not everybody's getting funding for their company. Right. Yeah. And you ask them, yo, you actually won. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're, we're trying, we're trying. Because mm. it's one of those things, w- w- what we've been taught is n- to not overly celebrate right. things. Right. It's just... Hold it down, be humble. Yeah, just be humble. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh. With that said, mm. you also see um, people say, I like nice things. Yeah. If someone's worked hard and gone and bought themselves, um, say, a brand new Mercedes from the showroom. Right. And then mm-hmm. he said, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do and I want to feel happy. Right. And then someone will come tell you from the African context, you should have fucking bought land. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is... Um, yeah, I get that. You get. So yeah, it's yeah. weird. All, how, how people are celebrating and all is so different. Yeah, I think, I think we just need to learn. I need to learn. Mm. to celebrate successes and i i don't know it, it bothers me at times but then some days i just think fuck it it's just the way i am um, so I, I don't I, stress i don't know if i've mentioned this before on the podcast but uh, when i joined the schools one of the school's basketball teams uh, back in uni um we we didn't it was a development league like you're the fresh blood mm. in a development program right. where you're being groomed now to join the elite teams of the school and um, we had like three teams, so this is like bottom tier. Now, when your skill is being broken down, you, you think you know basketball. The coach shows you, you don't know basketball. Mm. Whatever you know, forget about that. Mm. We'll teach you fresh. It's about relearning and all that. The school decided we can afford to have another team in a different league. You know, just compete and all mm. that. Okay, keep this in mind. You just joined the team, so you barely know each other. Okay. Zero chemistry. Like, you, yeah. in short, you just trash. Bro, we went for a whole season without winning a single game. That's 40-plus right. games. Wow. wow. Not winning a single game. Fast forward. You know as shit. But go Bruh, like, no word of a lie, uh. it messed with our confidence big time. Okay. Because you guys thought, ah, see, we're in this big school. We're in this big team. So, ah, guys are going to fear. Hey, Bruh, even high schools used to beat us, man. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, fast forward. The second season we played, and uh, during this period, I used to uh, attend therapy sessions or counseling sessions okay. on a regular. Every week, I had two sessions. So, the second season we played, the very first game we won, my therapist keeping in check and asking me, so how did this weekend's games go? And I'm like, oh yeah, we won a game. She asked me this. So what did you guys do after winning the game? Like, did you all go turning up? And she knows I'm a DJ. So she's like, did you all go to the club? You know, just, you know, rain, havoc and all that. And I was like, no. And she asked me why. Mm. I'm like, uh, because we had to come back, recoup and think about the next next weekend's games. We need to sit down, compare our notes. Uh-huh. Our coach was giving us stats. Right, right, right. You think you scored these baskets? Like, no, you had this many turnaways. Mm. You know, you missed these baskets and all that. Right. So she told me, well, then how do you expect to get the big wins if you can't celebrate a single win after losing every game in a whole season? Right. 
I felt super attacked. And that's wow. when I realized that most of us struggle with quote unquote, sorry, I think we celebrated too early. Mm. Like you you celebrate and then what happens when you lose the next games? You'll blame it on that celebration. Like, had we not turned up, had you not celebrated this win, maybe we'd have gotten more wins. But but you know what's interesting with um I and I like how that was put towards you. Mm. You know what's different about um <coughs> Um, the work environment in Kenya mm-hmm. and more so the media mm-hmm. is um, yesterday I was having a conversation with someone and um, they're, they're at a place where it looks like they may be let go. Okay. And they sent me a message and they told me, just get me a job on radio. I have a nice voice. And I looked at that message and I was like, so you think it's all about having a great voice? You get Yeah. Like, that's what people perceive it as. And I was just like, the conversations, the thinking, the angles, the what, you know, the intricacies of actually holding down and, and doing a great radio show. Mm-hmm. But in the media industry, because I come from like two different um, you know, fields. And fields, right? Yeah. In my other field, which is advertising, you get a lot of people who tell you, oh, that pitch you did, that was excellent. You get commendations and all of that. Yeah. And guys will generally, you know, you have appraisal systems where guys will tell you in real time, mm-hmm. okay, this is what. On the flip side, on in media, mm-hmm. bro, you actually don't get that. You don't get someone Fox. coming to tell you, yo, this year, your show's been better than Done. it was in the previous year and so on and so forth. Yeah, right? I, It's yeah, just I get generally you. a thing that does not happen. Because I feel like if people got that more, mm-hmm. guys would even be way more energetic and, you know, feel good. Yeah, way more that. confidence. You get, because yeah. yeah? In radio, you only hear from your team when something goes wrong. Yes. You don't really, you don't really you don't, hear when yeah. things are going right. Exactly. And it's the law of the jungle. It, it is what it is. Like, mm. for example, if something's happening or something's going to go down, you never hear in media to the last minute. Yeah. So Sadly. I don't fuck with it. I'm like, whatever, man. You get So it's, it's just one of those things. Mm. You know, yeah. guys will look at it from the outside and yeah. they're like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. It's so interesting. I get you. I get you. Well, man, man, there's so much other stuff I wanted to talk about. We haven't even touched on Kanye West pissing <laughs> on a Grammy. We got like three minutes, bro. Can I just say, if Kanye was gonna piss on Damn. all of his Grammys, yeah, what's the average time it took? A t- what what is that? Like fifteen so, seconds. So or he's got twenty-one Grammys. So that's a lot of piss. That's, that's, R- Ke- that's R. Kelly levels. <laughs> Golden shower. Yeah. So the question that I want to ask is: the question I want to ask is this: was that an iconic moment or was that a asshole oh, moment, bro? That was an iconic moment to me. I think so. That was an iconic moment. I wanted to hate, but I was like. Why am I even hating? Who has the guts to put a Grammy in a toilet you've got and take a piece on it, fam, bro? Let me tell you. If you've got 21 of those, them I, shits, yo. I feel you can do it. If yeah. you've got one, if you're like what Takashi 69, yeah. you take a piece on a farm. Antics. You that are shit. not getting no Grammy ever. You're canceled. That shit. Cancel culture on your neck. Yeah. Bro, Kanye, remember Kanye is the same douchebag who went on to stage when the knee... Uh, Taylor Swift Taylor was receiving her like, award. No, yeah. I don't think you yeah. deserve Beyonce, it. Beyonce, After Grammy. Yeah. 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 yeah, I get and you. And Obama even said you were an asshole for that. Yeah. I, this was an iconic moment to me, bro. Oh, I don't think so, man. Oh, oh, really? Iconic. I don't really? think it was iconic. No, I'm just like, how you go from post... First and foremost, he was kicked out of Twitter for, I think, yeah. about 12 hours or something. So he told one of his friends to tweet and say, I've been kicked out. Uh, Twitter has so many laws. And one thing that Twitter says is this. You can't post up contents of your of your contract like that. Yes. So he contravenes mm. the laws, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's a contract so many contracts, yeah. And Universal. And he posted up all of that. Yeah. Bro. He went from that, which I was like, okay, this shit is getting out of hand, right? Mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. him saying all of those things. Kanye has lawyers who could do this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Prince fought for his masters and got them. Yeah. You know what I mean, G? Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I get you. There's so many ways to do it. But you taking a Grammy, to you, like to, to say someone, um, say, let's say Blinky Bill right now, who's working on his, um, yeah. his brand new mixtape. Mix we can't right. uh, kiss while you wait too. Whatever. Mm. Yeah, go on. Mm. Blinky, I, I've never had a conversation with him, but for him to get that global acceptance, mm-hmm. he may not think of it like that. This is my perception, by mm-hmm. the way, right? Mm. If he gets a Grammy, guys will be like, yo, he's got a Grammy. 
You get the Grammy is something that's looked up to. Everybody goes to Berkeley School of What. Guys are producing music globally. Yeah, and status. if you get a Grammy, it's yeah. that one thing that's. Yeah, I feel Kanye was just being Kanye and pulling an idiotic move. Because if it was someone from the Congo who's got one Grammy and he takes a piece on that, bro, ain't nobody ever fucking with his music. Yeah, but I think it's the significance. Is is the fight against the system, and I mean, end of the day, like that's the significance. The significance is, if you if you if you listen to Kanye's music, there was a time when all he wanted was awards, and then when he went through this whole God thing, he said that you had me thinking that Grammys were the most important thing when it's really to be God, blah blah blah. So I'm thinking it's just like the culmination of of a whole complete transition in life. Yes, it's probably aided by some level of mental illness. But at the same time, that shit's f- like that shit is fucking iconic, bruv. No one will ever That's forget like, about that. Nobody bro. will ever forget about <laughs> that. Forget that, bro. That is That's mad, a Grammy, bro. bro. It's not a BT award, bro. That's, That's a Grammy, bro. Like that <laughs> shit is iconic, man. But let's ask guys what they think. Remember, make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, uh, make sure you write the comments. I think Kanye West was fucking iconic. And if you've listened to this far into the podcast, an hour later, I think you're iconic as well. Yo, mm. but like before that. we I go, like shout that. out to um, everybody who listens to the podcast on Castbox, bro. Bro, I didn't know you guys put out that many comments out there. Oh, really? But yo, we've not left you guys out. Yeah, uh, we're on so many different platforms. Big up, Castbox. Yeah, shout out to you guys who are out there commenting. Mm. Much appreciated. All right, man. This has been the mics are open. Adios. I'm about to go piss on my Grammy. Give me the press. No intro. But that's a time of mine, Panawan. Well, you know, we don't have to go.